Welcome to episode 11 of the Zone Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jamel. I'm here with Donovan, Nap, Devon, Rashad, uh, and we're back. How are you guys feeling? You know the vibes. Feeling good. We here. Feeling good. Feeling great, man. You know, it felt good today. The weather got a little better today, man, in Boston. Uh, for those of our listeners who are around, it felt good. I got outside, went for a run. Uh, you know, reminded me of when I was an athlete. Yeah. You took full advantage of the sunlight today. Oh, huh? absolutely. I had to. I had to. Uh, but as usual, we're going to get to you guys with some news in the NFL this week. Uh, our episodes are going to be a little bit shorter going forward. We wanted to dive deeper into some specific topics. Uh, but one of the things that's been bugging me um, and, and, you know, all of us, especially as a football community, um, you guys saw that video uh, with Cam and uh, the kid at his camp? Yeah, yeah. man. That was disappointing, to say the least. Uh, and I, it, it was very unfortunate. First of all, you in the presence of Cam Newton, and that's how you act? You but, weren't you weren't yeah. raised right. Yeah, I just feel like he don't even deserve, like, he really don't even deserve no mention. Like, that, that was, like, clout chasing at its highest form. Like, you're talking to a former MVP and Heisman winner. Like, you, you're at his camp. You're, yeah. you're, or you're, I don't, at, I don't you're know. I don't, I don't know if you mean. paid. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I don't, I, I don't know if it's his camp or if it was just a seven-on-seven seven event with Cam's team there. But anyway, you're in the presence of an NFL quarterback who's been in the Super Bowl, done what everything a, that you inspire to do. He's and, done. And it. Your knock it, on it, him is you're a free agent. Like, like, bro, okay. I've, I've been in the league for Cam's response. I loved it. You know. I, I got money. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich. Like what do you like what do you gain from that? <laughs> For real though. <laughs> it's uh I think he, he must have been, you know, he's a high school kid, so 15, 18 years old. And um, you know, that's just the youth of this generation at its finest. Uh I think Cut Chasing is just yeah. um run rampant. And like he doesn't even <laughs> see the trade off. Like now, like coaches are gonna see this, obviously. It's right. like every coach. <laughs> yeah. Every Hey, aren't you the kid that? Oh, 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 oh so nah. you're not coachable, right? <laughs> great, immediately. And, yeah, so it's not they a just, great look. They just don't respect the legends, like, like I don't know, like we Facts. respect and the la- legends. Like, I literally said a few episodes back how Cam was one of my inspirations. Like, I couldn't imagine like saying some like disrespectful some wild shit like that. Like, that. like it, for clout, what? Nah, man, it's wild. I'm yeah. absolutely giving Cam his props, and I'm in his presence, bro. Facts. <laughs> like. You're not about to get no favors now from nobody in the football world. And, like, I, I, this kid, like, you could be, like, the best player in the world, like, and that just wouldn't reflect on you well. Like, to treat an NFL player like that, like, 
to treat like, anyone. Like, I'd probably be pretty starstruck in that moment, like, being just, like, out there as a high school kid with Cam Newton. I, I would be more starstruck than anything, and he won't go the ignorant way. Yeah, the audacity. Yeah. And it's, um, it's even worse, too, because, like, after the fact, like, Cam tried to, like, obviously in front of everybody at the time, but Cam tried to, like, straighten it out and, like, asking questions as a man. And he was just trying to be funny about it. Like, you can see me on YouTube. Like, no, we don't want to see you on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, bro, it's just these phones, man. Like, this is, Cam New- this is Cam Newton asking you what you did today. Tell yeah. him what you did. Tell that him was, what you that need was to like, work on. That was, like, the one of the corniest acts I've ever seen, like, I remember Donovan hit the group chat, like, yo, should we talk about this? I'm just like, I mean, we don't need to go any further than the intro with this one. Like, yeah, I just think he made a mistake, obviously. And I know in the apology, he said he let the competitive side get the best of him, which I can see. And maybe, maybe like from our point of view, kind of maybe got blown out of proportion. But nonetheless, it was like a, a terrible look for him being at cam newton's camp and you know yeah, basically look, nonetheless perceived as disrespect you know maybe he didn't intend for it maybe he just saw him like try and you know make fun out of it but at the end of the day like you want to show respect for someone who's taking time out of his day and schedule to pass on knowledge and provide some exposure for kids at a camp but i mean i don't think it was a good look but at the same time like um it was a it was a mistake on his part. I can definitely see why he would get carried away if he was just trying to be competitive, but and it wasn't it wasn't a good look. I guess I'm like, <laughs> and I mean obviously like he's a kid. We're not gonna stay on this too long, but like, competitive how? Like in what way are you being competitive no, with I mean, Cam Newton? Like, like I, I mean I, I calling I mean, him I, a free agent, calling him broke. Like, yeah. like what are we competing in? Like we're still know. losing. Like I mean I don't know I don't <laughs> <The> know. <word. laughs> I don't, know, I don't know what led up to that point, but I don't I don't I see like I said, I don't, I don't know what he was trying to get at, but I mean again, I mean he made a mistake by I think he made a mistake by not making himself look like the best person character wise on a on a football field. Um, especially when you have again Cam Newton coming to you and doing these things for you know, the youth and trying to provide exposure for these kids but um definitely wasn't a good look but because he's gonna have to move forward from it the kid and hopefully it doesn't affect his college recruiting process assuming he's trying to play football at the next level so we'll see yeah for sure uh i mean hopefully he learns from it he's a young kid we all made mistakes uh so we can all relate to you know certain things where we were probably in the wrong and this is definitely one of those situations, and social media has obviously exacerbated this situation. But um, uh, it's definitely a learning experience for this kid. And uh, how do you think Cam felt about it, though? Like, because you know Cam didn't have his greatest season this year, and like now you got like some kid with the nerves to like. Well, I mean, y'all see the um, the I am athlete or with the the podcast with Brandon Marshall, yeah. and he was saying how he's not. There aren't 32 quarterbacks better than him, basically meaning that he still feels that he's a starter in the league. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how Cam felt. I mean, he definitely felt some type of way. And I think for him, it definitely took hats off to him for him to be, like, composed in that moment because he easily could have went a different route with that situation. But instead, he decided to talk to the kid and, you know, kind of pick his brain in terms of where he was at. In the video, you see where he was asking, like, you know, where are your parents, basically, as kind of his, his comeback. But Cam didn't really engage to the point where they were going back and forth. It was more of 
you saw in the video that Cam posted, he was you know he wanted to actually talk to the kid and you know see where he was at. Yeah, yeah, he was, that was definitely his intention for sure. And um, who knows if it was if it was as received uh, as he wanted it to be or not, uh, because you only get you know one chance in a lifetime to meet like your heroes and guys that you admire and have respect for, and that's definitely one of those situations. But um, I'm sure it's a learning experience for the kid at the very least. But the big news. Uh, that we're going to lead to is uh, the new trade that happened between the Indianapolis Colts and the Philadelphia Eagles last week. Uh, the Colts are giving up a 2021 third round pick and a 2022 conditional second round pick oh, for Carson Wentz. Uh, so this is a big deal. Colts feel like they got their quarterback uh, at least for the next, you know, two to three years. Uh, you know, what do you guys think of this trade? I think it's it's kind of a win-win for both teams. I feel like, I mean, the Colts get what they need. I mean, with Phillip Rivers leaving. And, um, you know, the Wentz deal was something that I was like, man, he's not worth that extension that he was given anymore. But the fact that the Eagles are going to have to take on some of that money in at least the first year, I think it makes it a decent option for the Colts moving forward. I think they can build around Wentz and try to do something. Also, Frank Reich was the coach when Wentz had his great season or whatever, so maybe they can pick something back up. But the Eagles, you know, they, they get rid of Wentz. They open up some cap space. Um, you know, they still have a quarterback in Jalen Hurts who they're comfortable with working with. So I, th- I see it as a win-win over all. Yeah, I think for the Colts, um, they don't have to, for now at least, they don't have to – go through that process of finding a quarterback again. You know, there are like a list of teams who could use a quarterback and with this trade they you kinda know what Wentz's ceiling could be and like what what he could be and like where he was drafted. I think he was drafted second overall with who was he drafted with? The first quarterback taken. Jared Goff maybe? Yep. It's him and Jared Goff either one and two, but um you kinda know what you can get from Carson Wentz and I don't think it's the worst situation for him because he has a great defense and I think that defense in Indianapolis can put him in great field position to finish off drives or put the Colts in striking distance where it's enough for Carson Wentz. Um, and now he's with back with his former coach that he had that Super Bowl winning year with the Eagles, if I'm correct. Yep. So uh, I, th- I think it's a better situation than uh, he could have hoped for. In all seriousness, I think this is the best fit for him. Um, I think I might have mentioned it a couple podcasts ago. Uh, but, you know, with that connection uh, with Frank Reich, uh, it makes it easy to see how he's going to fit into that system. Um, and, you know, they feel like they can work with him. You know, they mentioned they feel like he's a guy they can continue to build around. They have the pieces around. Uh, when you're looking at guys like Jonathan Taylor, uh, Quentin Nelson, the O-line is one of the best in the league, Michael Pittman, um, guys on defense, Darius Leonard. You know, they have a lot of pieces to surround him with, better talent than he was surrounded by in uh, Philadelphia uh, at the very least. So they'll take a little cap hit of about 25.4 mil uh, this year. It'll be all guaranteed for once. So they really hope to get a return on their investment, uh, especially giving up the picks they give up. Oh, and he has a phenomenal offensive line too. So that's a huge, huge factor. He was hit a lot in Philly. So now he has Quentin Nelson and other guys protecting him. So that's a huge plus. Um, he'll have time, hopefully, um, I can assume. And we'll be able to see where he's at in terms of where he left off 
from Philly. Um, obviously, he was switched out for Jalen Hurts, and he'll have an opportunity to redeem himself. So, with more protection, and way better protection actually, because Philly's offensive line last year they had an, a completely different O line than what they went to the season with. They had guys who got hurt in training camp, and then it was just a it was just a complete mess. But now you have more of an established team overall uh, defensively, and you have a Jonathan Taylor at running back. He's had a great year, so now he's coming in with momentum um, for this season. And, yeah, so I think it's a pretty ideal situation for Carson Wentz, and we'll really get a gauge on how he'll pan out for years to come with the Colts. Definitely. I think one of the good things about the Colts right now is, um, you know, despite taking on Carson Wentz's contract, they still uh, have, are pretty good in terms of having cap space and their ability to make some moves this offseason. Uh, and they have to give extensions to guys like Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, uh, some guys who uh, could potentially be getting uh, contracts coming forward. Um, now, what do you think this means for the Colts going forward? Do you think they're a Super Bowl contender with Carson Wentz at quarterback and the team currently constructed? I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. I think they can expect there not to be too much of a drop-off from where Phillip Rivers left. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they made it to the playoffs, had a good effort, came up short. I mean, Wentz could be the guy to get them a playoff win, but I don't see them advancing all the way to the Super Bowl and winning. Well, if you look at if you look at the division alone, my fault, Don. But if you look at the division alone, like, obviously Deshaun Watson is on his way out, it's looking like. And then you have the, the Titans, who is a team that, they can very well beat. So I think the Titans and then the Jaguars, who are also in complete rebuild mode, they're about to get a new quarterback. So it's a winnable – it's definitely a winnable division for the Colts. Um, so if you look at it, like, just simply as just within their division, like, they're AFC contenders. So at the very least, they can come out as division winners. I, I could see them at least. Um, if they Even if they, again, probably at worst – they split with the Titans, and then maybe they end up with a better record than the Titans. So it's definitely with Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't think he's the type of guy that, um, like for this situation, he's definitely he definitely up to the task of being surrounded by the pieces and then re- getting a return on. And I don't think like I don't think the Colts are asking like I don't think they're asking for way too much. Like the the contract that he was paid, I don't think they're asking. For that guy, who, for who he was before in Philly, I don't think they're asking for that. I just think they want someone. Again, they know what they have. They know what they already had in terms of the foundation, in terms of the offensive line, and then the run game, and then the defense. Obviously, is a huge contributor to why they went and got him. Um, so I think he's he can he's up for the the job, and uh, I think they can very well win that that division. So. Um, at the very least, I can see them winning the division. And then once you get to the playoffs, um, anything's really possible. So, Yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, what are we calling a, a, a Super Bowl contender? I think they have most of the pieces that you look for in a team that would be a Super Bowl contender. So is that, like, top? Like, like top? Like, top how many teams or does it matter? Like, because if you're a Super Bowl contender, you got to think they'll the win Chiefs. the. I think they'll win the AFC South. So... You know, I see them being at least as good as they were last year, if not better. 
Yeah, I agree with like the points about them being able to win their division and then getting into the playoffs. Anything can happen, but like, I'm not sold when there's teams like the Chiefs, the Bills. I don't see them as better than the Bills. Um, I mean, their their team, they can definitely win games. Don't get me wrong. So. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be like a bunch of empty games. Don't get me wrong. Like, like I think by empty games, I'm talking about like the Steelers. Like the Steelers won a bunch of empty games, like yeah. games that ended up not meaning anything once you yeah. got to the playoffs. I think the Colts are more set up with Carson Wentz now to be able to make a type of postseason run than they were ever before. And I think with that said, in in that realm, like yeah, they're a contender. But as far as making it past the teams, like yeah. you know, Devon is talking about, like that's when you really when if if I can say like eyes closed, you could probably compete with the Chiefs. Then yeah, then I'm getting into that type of you're a contender now. Definitely, definitely. Chiefs are always the bar, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, at this well, point, my thing with them is I I I still don't think they're they'll be better than. The um Titans. The Titans. I mean, they might have the better defense, but the Titans can control almost any game that they want, like at their own pace. So hey, I think John, Wentz Jonathan is, I Taylor. Think, I think Wentz is the difference, I won't lie to you. And that in I, that regard, like I think Wentz is the difference. So you think like, Wentz is outplaying Tannehill? I don't think it has to come down to Wentz outplaying Tannehill because like I mean, yeah, because it's not even about well. Tannehill outplaying Wentz. It's, it's, it's more, not. It's like it's more about yeah, Wentz. But when Tannehill when Tannehill plays well, it's oh no, he's on point. But not. Nah, but go ahead. What was you? He's on point. No, about Tannehill, like I have a lot of faith in Tannehill. He can get that job done. But the difference is like who are who are they playing against? Like on the flip side, like you have a decimated Titans secondary, and if Wentz is on like his A game, like. They look good. Michael Pittman can do some damage for that team. Okay. And then you have, you know, Jonathan Taylor keeping the defense honest the entire way through. And, like, the, the on the flip side, when you think about it, you have, you have Dar- like, Darius Leonard. You have Xavier, Xavier Rhodes, who is playing better this year. DeForest um, Buckner DeForest on defense. Buck, like, one of the best D-linemen in like the league. You have, you have more opposition when you're playing against the Colts defense. And I think that's in what my mind would be like, all right, I can take, I can see Wentz taking the Colts another step forward. But in that regard, I don't think I'm ready to like the Go trade, the trade that. went through and say, all right, this is the Colts division. I'm still not there yet. Yeah, no, I think uh, continuity is a real thing. Um, Carson Wentz still has to mesh with that team. And he already showed that, uh, you know, it was somewhat difficult in the locker room for him in terms of meshing with the players on the Eagles. So hopefully things change over. I think a change of scenery is definitely good for him. Um, and I think, you know, the uh, they got a pretty good return, uh, the Eagles did, on their investment. And they offload Carson Wentz's contract, which is huge. Um, you know, so that trade started breaking down uh, right after the end of the season. <clears throat> uh, Howie Roseman uh, ended up approving Ryan Tolner to go out and look for uh, suitors for his trade. Ryan Tolner is Carson Wentz's agent. And uh, the Colts were their first choice. Uh, they were the first team they reached out to. And obviously with the connection they have with Frank Reich, it made it easy to see uh, how that transition might work there. They take on, you know, a pretty big contract. Uh, but if it works out for them, you know, they put themselves in good position to contend for years to come. Yeah, what was the what was the overall trade? It was uh, 20. All right, here it is. 2021 third round pick and a conditional conditional second rounder in 2022 for it, Wentz. 
Yep. So the conditional second rounder, uh, I mean, as long as Wentz is the starter, um, it'll be a first round pick. So it's a one and a three. Yeah. Which I think is pretty solid because you offload so much of that off your cap. They had they knew that mm. they weren't going to be able to get what they wanted because of that. So right. they had to take the best available, and you know that seemed like the best fit. They had to sell them at a discount at that point, yeah. right? Because like in my mind, I was just looking at this and I was like, hmm, like is this a question of of value? Like because we saw and not to veer us off of Wentz, but we saw like the rumors for Deshaun, right? And we saw like the numbers of picks that they had plus Bradley Chubb, like from the from the Broncos and now we look at like this once once deal but then again like 25 million 34 yeah. 34 million yeah. like yeah that's that's a part of the value that they're willing to sacrifice in the trade I feel like it's like like y'all mentioned like to free up that cap space that that's value in of itself so I feel like the Eagles definitely knew that and they don't want Carson Wentz anymore anyway so <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems pretty obvious at this point and um you know, going forward for the Eagles, you know, what does this, you know, what does it look like for them? Does this trade put them in more of a rebuild mode? I mean, it's the, it's the NFC East. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just, just going to say that. I mean, I think it's beneficial. Again, what did they, what did they get in return for that? They got a 2021 third round pick and a conditional second rounder in 2022. That's probably going to end up being a first yeah. rounder. Yeah, I mean, you got to hope uh, Jalen Hurts works out for them. Um, I mean, if I were the Eagles, I'd get some weapons, I get an O-line. But then again, I don't know how they were defensively. I can't imagine they were, like, injured <laughs> through the water. They but a lot. Um, a I mean, hopefully, you could, at this point, you can only hope that – I mean, I was hearing stuff about the Eagles bringing another quarterback. But I don't know how true that is. But at the very least, you hope Jalen Hurts can work out. And then you have more draft picks and assets to work with, and then you just build around that. So, But, I mean, you got to get that offensive line together because you're – Offense slash quarterback is only as good as his O-line, and the Eagles' O-line was just broken apart. That secondary for the Eagles was actually, like, one of their weakest points. Like, they had dudes going down. Yeah. At one point, they were on, like, their fourth stringer. Like Secondary, like, and, I mean, and the receivers, yeah. too. So, I mean, uh, Jalen Rager got – yeah, Jalen Rager got healthy. He was injured for part of the year. They just let go of Deshaun uh, They, of Deshaun pick, they ended up picking up Travis Fogum, and he was the guy – yeah, and then and then they weeks, decided and then that they, they didn't stopped want using them, and it was like, wait, what? So, um, some questionable decisions being made in the Eagles' uh, front office, and I mean, they got a lot of work to do at the very least. Um, you know, they got a little more flexibility than they had. They're investing a little bit more in their future, uh, but they still have question marks with this team uh, and at the quarterback position. They have a top six pick, and they've only had one of one pick inside the top ten in the last like twenty years. So, I have to imagine you're at least considering getting a quarterback. Because um, you don't get many option uh, opportunities to. So I think also on that point, like if if let me slow it down. If I were the Eagles, I'm gonna try and get if Penny Sewell's not gone, I'm gonna try and pick a Penny Sewell to pair him with Brandon Brooks. Like we were yeah. we was talking about that um, early in the week because like I would want to make sure that Jalen Hurts for as long as he's there, yeah. as long or whoever is there, like at least they're gonna stay on they their get feet. Protected and especially you got him running the ball too, like right. You still want guys who are able to fit, you know, fit that mold. You're gonna need. He's gonna need his O line more, probably just as much, if not more, than Wentz did. Yeah, hundred percent. And then like on top of that, because they have the conditional pick, the second rounder that could turn to a first rounder. Yo, if Jalen Hurts don't work out, like you could get another first yeah. round pick. Yeah, yeah. 
I think I think Jalen Hurts will work for them. Honestly, I hope so. I, I like him. I think he'll do like what they ask of him. I mean, he showed like flashes at the end of last year. He got a full season now ahead of him, and he has a full off season. Big. So we'll we'll really be able to see. We'll be really able to. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how that impacts tick, a lot tick, of guys. Too. And and he's and I mean, unless some miraculous dude starts balling out during training camp, he's the undisputed number one. Like that's. Like, to be able to go into the season knowing, like, all right, this is my job. Not to say that competition doesn't help. Like, everybody can use competition, right? But there's a different type of security when you're, like, going into it, like, this is my job and I'm going to take it. Yeah, and then you can definitely play definitely more freely. Like, you're not looking over your shoulder, like, because you know if I make this this ill-advised throw that, like, it was 50-50, like, the coach ain't going to put somebody else in because I'm still the best option, like. That definitely is a thought process that players have, and that, that definitely can make a difference. So it's worth mentioning. We'll see what happens. But what I do know is that the city of Philadelphia is a very hard city to win over, uh, with whether it be Carson Wentz um, or any of the other quarterbacks they've had in the past. Uh, if you're not winning games, you're basically irrelevant. Uh, and so one of the things I was thinking about was, you know, who had a bigger impact or did more for the city of Philadelphia? Uh, Carson Wentz or uh, Donovan McNabb? <laughs> See, this is tough. I feel like this could be tough. Uh, I feel like it's easy for people to say McNabb, but you know, Carson Wentz, he started the train at the Super Bowl. That's the thing. Like, that's where his like you can make Carson Wentz's argument because, as far as like, I feel like longevity and like Donovan McNabb made the Super Bowl. He actually made it, and he was playing in the Super Bowl. Well, no, I'm talking about. I mean. He lost. Yeah, that that Carson Wentz didn't play. Carson Wentz, his team won. Carson Wentz played in like 13 games that year. He played at an MVP caliber level. It's a shame that he didn't get to play in the Super Bowl, but he has a Super Bowl ring, and he is a contributor to the fact that the Eagles have a Super Bowl, their only Super Bowl. So I think it's a, it's almost a a given that when when you're asked who who did more for Philly, it's got to be Carson Wentz, bro. No disrespect to Donovan McNabb. He's a legend. Just looking. I mean, (laughs) but he brought them to like what four NFC championships, a Super Bowl, but never five NFC championships. Never got nothing. No hardware. Carson Wentz. What have you done for me lately? No hardware. Come on. It's no. It's the no hardware for me, bro. Carson Wentz did not play in those playoff games. Like, bro, that's okay. All I know is the Eagles went thirteen and three that year. Uh, Carson Wentz had his best season, over 60% completion percentage, 3,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven picks. Played 13 of those games. My only knock, though, is like, like we don't know how Wentz would have played in those playoff games. And who am I to say? We don't, but we do know how he played up until that point. Yeah, but who am I to say that he wouldn't have played well? But And then we also don't know, like, if he – would have or wouldn't have played well like that's the thing like ultimately he was not but either way like he was playing at a high level and then his team ended up winning the super bowl okay and he didn't and so when it's like but he didn't play in the games though okay bro but he was a part of the games leading up to the playoffs but he did not play in the playoffs that's okay bro they never would have got there without him that's a fact and that's why i feel like he's more he's done more for philly like Donovan McNabb played all those games, like hundreds of games. But no, he played in in the games. Like he played, he, he played there for ten years. And like I love Donovan McNabb, I think he's a great player. But 
And I'm not saying this this means that Carson Wentz is better than Donovan McNabb, but I, I'm saying as far as like more for the Phil, more for Philadelphia, who's did more? It's it's got to be the guy who contributed to delivering the Super Bowl, the only Super Bowl they have. And I think that's a good segue for who is more important to Philly, Carson Wentz or Nick Foles, who came in and stepped up for those four to five games that he played throughout the playoff run. You really gonna just throw dirt on Donovan McNabb's name like that? That's really <laughs> bro. Nuts. I mean, I can't, I can't co-sign that, bro. Like, this sounds crazy. This sounds really crazy. I, I need, I need everybody that's listening to Zone Talk to let me hear what you think about this because this is hotly contested. Yeah, this is uh, it's a, it's a tough conversation to have. I think there's an argument to be made for once. If once played as many games, I think he would have. Similar numbers at the very least, but, uh, you know, obviously we don't get to see that. We're only making projections, um, but, you know, you got a, you got a ring, you know? Hey, that's what, what it's all about. Nick what have, you, do, what have you done for me lately? So Nick is Foles. Nick Foles more – did he did Nick Foles do more for the city of Philadelphia than Carson Wentz? Yes. I could agree with that. Because he played in those games, that's he, my he, that's my he, deciding factor. Like you played in those games, bro. He stepped up when it mattered, and I feel like if you ask the people of Philadelphia, they'll tell you that Nick Foles did more. Because like you know, it, all of Carson Wentz's work could have went to garbage if Nick Foles decided to come in and not play at a high level. So, you know, I think it's Nick Foles when when it comes to Carson Wentz or Nick Foles. Well, if we're gonna say that, then it's gonna be hard to say. So nothing, so, no, so, so nothing matters but the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl is the the main thing that's that matters. All that matters. For the you city play, of Philadelphia that has play, one Super Bowl ring, the, yes, yeah. that you is could, what matters. You could play a borderline Hall of Fame career. Yes. Give your give almost your entire career to, a, to yes, an organization. Yes, just like Philip Rivers. But if you don't win a Super Bowl and somebody that walks through the door and wins a Super Bowl wins, now all of a sudden they brought more. Yes. Keep this, right? So if Justin Herbert wins a Super Bowl in the next couple of years – People are going to be like, all right, who did more for the Chargers, Phillip Rivers or Justin Herbert? And despite Phillip Rivers having played 17 years for the Chargers, it would be Justin Herbert. Has Phillip Rivers ever made a Super Bowl? No, but he's made the playoffs. And he made the what, AFC Championship. Like, he's been a playoff quarterback. Like, he's came up short just like Donovan McNabb. So that's why I'm using him as an example. If, if, if Herbert stepped in like Wentz did and balled out and managed to be on the roster that won a Super Bowl. (laughs) I had to watch it. He was on the roster that won the Super Bowl. I mean, I would think it's easy to say Herbert did more for the Chargers or any QB that got that ring that the longtime QB didn't get. That's all. It's a a, a tough conversation. So So Foles did more than Wentz. Yep, yes, I do, I do think Foles yeah. did more than once because people also forget that Foles had that season where he went twenty-seven and two, twenty-seven TDs, well, two picks. I wouldn't say he did more, but he uh, he delivered. What's going on here? <laughs> what's going on here? I'm just saying he delivered when it mattered the most, and that is winning the Super Bowl, and that's it. What is most important? So that's what I have to say about that. Super. So who's more important, Donovan McNabb or Nick Foles? Or what do you mean to like the city of Philadelphia? Nick Foles, yeah, because he was in the Super Bowl just like McNabb and, was. Well, and McNabb part of the reason To was out of there because they had beef, and I ain't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it's like for me now. I'm thinking about. I guess it's like kind of ignorant me for me to say like 
the Super Bowl is what, was what what that matters. But I mean, it does. That's what it I don't does think matter, that's ignorant to say, bro. That's just how I look at it. In like, the city of Philadelphia, it'd be different if it was a city that has multiple championships. You know, if you brought something else that this other guy he brought championships, but you brought this. Like Philly got one chip. If you brought that, that then you're the guy for Philly. Yeah, but, it's that simple yeah, for me. It, it's because I think the the key thing is when you're looking at you know for the city like yeah all the city want is a ring i'm, I'm sure if you <laughs> ask like a bunch of like kids in philadelphia like they'll say donovan mcnab because i'm sure he had like a lot Don't of Foles got a statue Foles got a statue right outside the stadium <laughs> i'm pretty sure he yo do. if Don't he, he does and so. that's crazy bro that's saying a lot I think so. that would, if, if you really do bro then that will put the do we yo homie it? got a statue yeah. in philly so, i mean that's really all you need to know See, right, bro. At, right at lincoln financial oh yeah yeah, yeah it gotta bro. be full it's that it's he that super bowl ring. <laughs> bro i'm telling you like bro i was in philly like shortly after they won that super bowl bro and like it, the city was like amped because of it i'm like damn you could tell they never won shit before like they was gassed bro yeah, that's this, the thing this, bro like, this was a new one for them but we'll post this question uh on our socials this week let us know what you think uh, who's most important to the city of Philadelphia? Uh, if you're an Eagles fan, if you're not a Eagles fan, uh, we want your input. So stay tuned on that on Zone Talk Socials. And we'll be back next week uh, with another episode. Uh, we'd like your suggestions as well. If you have anything you'd like us to deep uh, deep dive into or talk about, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Zone Talk Podcast. And we'll see y'all later. Peace. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl All I need is any with a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Before my plane clothes, get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame-mos or any of you lame-mos Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Richard Paul still gon' live by the same code. Off the throne, it's hard to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Caught her on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed or make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. But still, my bike crib from north up to Pross. Big hilly niggas bite me hard, I feel like holy fieldy nigga flex. Too hard to care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, O D, low key on me. Top speed, O D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'm a go top speed I'm a go top speed